Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of October 10th, 2022. I'm your host, Zach, this time we have Chris. Oh. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff diving this week. Uh, Chris, you and I were in... We saw each other in person because we went to the Retro Game Cons. We got we actually saw a couple things together, including <laughs> Hellraiser and Werewolf by Night. So we'll talk about those uh, later on the show. But uh, first, let's uh, dive into some news. And we actually we have some sad news to kick things off with, though. Um, uh, Angela Lansbury passed away. Dame Angela Lansbury. Yeah, super tragic. Yeah, a, le- a legend of like you know decades of. Since, since like the 40s she's been in things uh in movies and uh lots and lots of like theater like broadway and in, in england and all over the place so but yeah age age 96 so a long lifelong career but uh i think probably for 90s kids like us beauty and the beast is probably our big one mrs potts which i, I didn't realize she voiced it for like that and then like Kingdom Hearts and like Kingdom Hearts Two and like any other like random Beauty and the Beast thing that like happened like she was like oh she was like Potts. the default Mrs. Potts for yeah. even the weird like Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie I'm I'm just looking at like IMDb it's like like the Beauty and the Beast DVD read along sing along songs uh Beauty and the Beast magical ballroom video game like wow. I don't think Bell like was in all those things. The same actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, another '90s movie, uh, Anastasia. She was uh, the Dowager Empress Marie. Yeah, the grandma. Which yeah. I actually thought it was someone else. I thought that was just like played. I didn't think that was actually uh, Angela Lasbury. Yeah. But uh, the, I mean, the other the other big thing in like the mid '80s to mid '90s was Murder She Wrote, which uh, 264 episodes of that show. That was just, that was kind of like an interesting like it was like you had Murder She Wrote, you had Golden Girls, like it was just like you know like the like older ladies were just dominating like pop culture in like that era. And uh, she was also like, if you go, if you go back into like the sixties and stuff, uh, she, the, the original Manchurian Candidate, like she was, that, that was like, I think one of her like, r- like rare like villain roles. She was like the like, like the manipulative evil mom of like the guy who got <laughs> brainwashed. Was Angela Lansbury also Mrs. Peacock from Clue the movie? No, that was. Um... Not, not, not Ellen Barkin. It was um, uh, Eileen Brennan. Okay. I'm just saying because she was like, I always thought they were the same like actress. <laughs> if you, if you, and if you want to go way, way back to like 1945, uh, she was in like the picture of Dorian Gray. And also like the like 40s version of like the Three Musketeers. So I mean, yeah, like Angela Andrew, Angela Andrew was like 
it, like dude, it's like she's been around since like for like six six decades or more, eight eight decades. And I, I guess kind of a, kind of like uh weirdly like uh like full circle or like kind of like 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 a final kind of like homage to like her, her biggest role. Um, she's I, I think she, apparently her her last role is she's appearing as herself in Glass Onion. She's actually in Glass Onion. She's, she's yeah, she's appearing as herself. So why are they why are they referencing her? I guess the murder she wrote angle. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. It's gonna be. It's, I'm sure it's gonna be some sort of like murder she wrote like homage for her to be in that movie. But uh, yeah, so what, what, that, that that looks like her last appearance is gonna be in Glass Onion in like a month or two here. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, R.I.P. to Angel Lansbury. Um, go check, go check out some of her other. If you, if if you only know her from like Beauty and the Beast, like go check out some of like, like original Manchurian Candidate or some of the other stuff that she's been in. So, uh, moving on to some other news. Um, not a lot of trailers this week. Uh, we did get one trailer worth talking about, which is the trailer for Megan or M. Thregan, um, which is from <laughs> Bloomhouse and James Wan. Which I'm, I'm assuming this is. I'm assuming this is in front of a uh, Halloween ends this weekend, because um, it's a blue. Because that's also a Blue House movie. But uh, yeah, look, looks very Child's Play or like something to that. Um, it's basically Allison Williams is a just like she has to take in her niece because her niece's parents died, um, and then she also happens to be like an android developer. She's like literally, like, literally like a robotic android developer. And she's like, she's developed this like super advanced android called Megan, um, M3GAN, um, that she basically like has like, hey, niece, here's a here's a robot friend for you to like get over your parents dying. But then Megan becomes like super super like protective and like starts murdering people, and like goes goes haywire and out of control. Yeah, I don't know what programming they use, but it was just like. This doll got super attached, and then very. It became like um, like was the secondary program like a murder obsessed spot? You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There should be some sort of protocol because it wasn't like they were trying to kill uh, Megan, and it went on the defensive, or um, you know, Megan is was was like you know, well, oh, we fused an actual human soul to this robot. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. like, that's normal. Well, it's, yeah, it's basically like, hey, Megan, like, Katie, like, my niece Katie is your friend now. Protect her. Like, and then it's like, there's like, so, like, in the trailer, it's like, there's like a bully bullying Katie, and like, Megan, like, pushes him from a car and kills him. Like, and okay, also, that, that gave, it gave away a lot of the movie. That's the one yeah. that the trailer. Yeah. I do appreciate it. It looks like we're going to get some, like, like, insane, malignant, like, James Wan insanity in this movie. Like, there's like, there's like that toward the end of the trailer where like I, th- I think it's the actual because they actually have like a um like uh, like a young girl for like uh like in like a, a megan mask for, for like some stuff or like for like a visit like a i don't know if it's I, I mean, it looks like a it looks like she's in like a mask i don't know if it's, i don't know if it's like mocap i don't think it's mocap but it's too like smooth for a, a mocap performance but um where it's like megan's just like dancing down a hallway and creepily and like about to murder everyone like, oh it's like gymnastics dance and it, uh, and, it, and it looks like it looks like maybe some of that malignant like crazy like contortion action mm-hmm. going on. So 
If it, if it goes full malignant, I would be fully on board for that. I just want to know the reason why it goes on a killing spree. Why it knows all this. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh no, we put like, I don't know, like an acrobat assassin program in this <laughs> robot guardian. Yeah. Just like, what? That's why I, I feel like it's this weird new generation of Chucky. But mm-hmm. if they just explain... Well, that was, that was, I mean, this, this is basically like the same premise as like the, the Child's Play reboot, where it's like, Ch- Chucky was like a an android that like became too protective of like the kid that was like friends with it. But did it try to kill the kid in the new Chuck in that Chucky? I think eventually it did, or like it was like, oh well, you're trying to kill me, so I'm gonna I have to like like protect myself for like or like I, I think I think the, I think the new Chucky like Mark Campbell Chucky was like I'm gonna I'm gonna remove everyone that's like between you and yeah. Me. He didn't try to kill the main kid. He tried yeah. to kill the mom, and that's where like. You know, they try to step in. But, yeah, everyone, everyone's going to keep you from me, like, like so we can be yeah. together forever. Like. But, but I feel like Megan is, like, this. It, you're right, the same premise where it's like, oh, everyone's a danger but, like, me, so I need to kill everyone else. But why would they program that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even the Chucky ones, why would they? It wasn't like a thunderstorm hit it, and it, like, just programming unless that's the no, twist no, and yeah the child's play reboot was like there's a, a disgruntled guy in the assembly line that like just like put like a corrupted like program into one of the dolls so i mean that's the gimmick i think here is the like what went wrong because it makes it seem like the ant was like oh this is like my prototype i'm like making this this would be great I, i'm personally responsible for this whole operation and then it's like, then this happens. And she's going to be like, I have nothing to do with that. I don't know who did this, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to know the gimmick is. Besides, yeah. I don't know, killer robot. And just like, why is it killer? Thunderstorm, disgruntled employee, pick one. Because if they don't address it where it just becomes a killer, like, I don't know why. I, You know, I hate that, but... Either way, I can I can kind of get over that hump as long as the killer killing parts are cool and I didn't just see all the best parts in this trailer. Yeah, and I'm just hoping for some crazy James Wan like insanity. <laughs> even he's even though he's just producing it, but like, I think the story's by him and stuff, so I think it's gonna have a lot of James Wan ness to it. And uh, it's gonna be January 13th next year, so uh, get ready for that one. So, uh, moving on, uh, we got some news about a, uh, there's going to be a new Naked Gun movie. Um, so, Naked Gun reboot, it's going to be at, over at Paramount. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a Paramount Plus exclusive. I think it's going to actually be, like, in theaters, then probably end up a Paramount Plus at some point. But, um, it's going to start Liam Neeson, so he's going to take over as, the rumor is that he, may, he might be the son of Frank Drebin, so like it's gonna be like a, not he's not gonna be like a new like not not the same character as Leslie Nielsen, but like maybe maybe like the, the character's son or something. And uh, Akiva Schaefer from Loyal is gonna be directing it. So I I think the Akiva Schaefer thing gives me a lot of hope because like I mean he hasn't like. All of his movies have been fantastic so far. Like I'm Chip and Dale and Pop, never Pop Star and Hot Rod and then all the Lonely Island stuff. So 
I feel like we I feel like we get like a, a guess, I mean Naked Gun's already meta, but like this could be like go even more crazy meta. And Le- and Lean Me also feels like a like a, a pretty solid choice for like a like like the like deadpan like 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 insanity's happening around him, but he's like the deadpan like like main character. Yep. I, I mean, it's one of the things where Liam Neeson as this character is just so, like, it, it's like all the stars align for it to happen as a weird meta joke. Mm-hmm. He's already kind of shown a lot of, like, like he's, he's popped up in, like, a bunch of, like, comedy stuff, and then kind of same thing, where it's just, like, he's, like, deadly serious in them, and then that's, the, like, mm-hmm. makes it funny. Like uh, extras or like um, Ted or <laughs> yeah, him as Ted was just pretty funny. Yeah, or just like a simple part. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think and uh, Seven Seven is also producing uh, this new uh, Naked Gun. So but yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, Akiba Shaver behind the camera and. Leslie Nielsen, I mean, Liam Neeson behind in, in starring in it, I think that, like, is actually, like, I'm pretty actually kind of excited for it. And, uh, yeah, so this is, like, it's it's just it's just in development right now, so we'll probably we'll, we'll follow along and see how it's going, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, at some point we'll, we'll get this new naked gun. And, uh, also this week, actually again, late breaking before we started recording here, uh, we found out there's gonna be a, a casting change over at the MCU. So uh, Thunderbolt Ross, Ross, who's played by William Hurt, who you know unfortunately passed away earlier this year, um, uh, is gonna be apparently is gonna be a big part of uh, the uh, Thunderbolts movie and um, like I guess possibly some other uh, Phase Five and Beyond stuff. So they have they've recast Thunderbolt Ross. It's going to be Harrison Ford is going to be the new Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, uh, I mean that's officially confirmed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe multiple uh, like sources have uh, yeah, like multiple places have confirmed that. So yeah, Harrison Ford coming to the MCU. He's going to take over. Um, I guess I guess I guess Harrison Ford has a similar vibe to like William Hurt's. It's, it's gonna be weird because like it it it'd be weird if we it's it's gonna be weird if like they like go full like like oh Harrison Ford's Red Hulk now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but they keep going and now it's like yeah. making Harrison Ford be the Red Hulk and yeah, motion you know, motion capture Harrison Ford. Oh my god! And then I can see Harrison Ford just like I inside. Fuck this! this. Like, yeah. And then it's like he's only in it for like one movie. He's like the Edward Norton of this. Yeah. This part. He's like, I'll do it, but you better fucking kill me. Like, I'm gonna be dropped in a center of the uh, earth. Uh, yeah, volcano. Okay, no, yeah. But yeah, I think Thunderbolts is uh, set next year or two years from now. Um, so, but yeah, so not too not too long till we see Harrison Ford join the MCU. I mean, he's. I mean, he's already, you know, obviously adjacent because he's, he's, you know, Star Wars and Indiana Jones uh, in the in the Disney verse. But I wonder, I wonder if, I wonder if he, like, I mean, 
he was so, I mean he was kinda like that in like the Expendables, Expendables three. For whatever his character, <laughs> I forget the name of his character, what his character's name was, but like when it, like the CIA, like the, didn't he replace uh, Bruce Willis? Uh, he's like I'm, I'm the new CIA guy. Like was he? Because he was just a helicopter guy. Yeah, well, I think I think I, I think he was a CIA guy, and, and then like he like like he, I think he was like, an oh, older CIA. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, I thought like I, yeah, he's like I taught him what all everything he knew or whatever. Like now, but now I'm giving you your job, Stallone. Like, but like, wasn't Kelsey Grammer the one? I think that like Kelsey Grammer was like a like a like a recruiter. Like he was like a like talent scout or something. Oh, okay. He, like okay. he like he kept tabs on like all the like the like hot young. Uh, Expendable bounty hunter, like a uh, mercenary people. But yeah, I'm 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 excited to see what Harrison Ford's gonna do for the MCU. Hopefully, he'll uh be excited to be there. <laughs> so um, we also this week got some. Uh, interesting news about uh, a new kind of continuation of the Kickboxer series. So ba- basically, basically the team that brought you like the new movies, so, like the Kickboxer Retaliation, Kickboxer's Vengeance, um, that team of like producers and uh, writers is uh, cr- they're developing a new series, basically Kickboxer called Operation Kickboxer. And it's gonna be a like espionage slash uh, martial arts show, where so you have Kurt Sloan, who is obviously Van Damme. You've got David Sloan, who took over for like the last couple Kickboxer movies, like like two through five. <laughs> um, but now we're getting a third Sloan brother, Michael Sloan, who works for the CIA. Um, and he has to go undercover in a like an MMA tournament, like around like a global, like go to like different tournaments around the globe. Um, and while he's like undercover as like an like MMA fighter, he's like do like a you know like CIA espionage stuff. Which I feel like didn't like I know. Bloodsport got kind of crazy with like like the dark Kubate and like all like that was like getting to like weird criminals like I feel like all those all those tournament movies that somebody just turned to like crazy just like now we're just now we're just secret agents like uh was it Blood Fist like the Don the Dragon Wilson ones just turned to like Don the Dragon Wilson's just a, a CIA agent now yeah and somehow he got recruited because he knew how to tournament fight yeah. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. No word on Van Damme if Van is gonna show up or. Um, oh, who was the? Uh, who's the new guy, in, like, Vengeance and Retaliation. Oh, <laughs> some dude. Oh, Elaine Moussey. Like I don't. I don't know. No word on if he's gonna show up. Um, but those are also in like their own like. They were they basically that was their own universe because like Van Damme wasn't Kurt Sloan in those he was like some other he was like some, his other some other new character so it sounds it sounds like this is like in like 
the universe of like the original kickboxer movies like the first five like the like you know one through five so like, were we like we're going back like uh, the first four are canon and i guess vengeance isn't well yeah well vengeance and retaliation are like they're like that was a reboot they're they're, they're in their like own universe or storyline or whatever because like because yeah because van damme wasn't kurt sloan he was like whatever his name was in, in those movies guy in a hat durand or whatever his name was um but uh yeah so i guess this development nowhere on like a network or anything um so we'll have to see if the, where this ends up is like a streaming show or like uh I I feel like this wouldn't be like on a actual network or like a cable network. I feel like I, mean, this is, I feel like a streamer is gonna like grab this, but um, yeah, it's we'll, we'll to keep an eye on it and see what's going on with this Operation Kickboxer. And then uh, last bit of news for this week is we got a couple of uh, some news about some pulpy upcoming you know female led pulp classics reboots. Um, so we got our first look at the new Red Sonia. Um, there's a promo image of uh, Matilda Lutz, who's the new Red Sonia. Um, it was like a, like a very like CGI'd like just her and like the armor, which I think that movie is in production now or like it just, it just finished production. Um, it's it's in some sort of uh, stage of production. I don't know. It's 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 one image. I mean, she looks like Red Sonia, I guess. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think the, I think the trailer is gonna where it's gonna be like, all right, okay, this is what this movie is. I I also wonder, are we like, like, cause like Jason Momoa's like Conan movie didn't do well. Um, like, do, I don't know if people are like really into, cause like, is it? I feel like um, like Conan, Red Sonja, like, like, isn't that like low fantasy? Like, I feel like I feel like people are like more into like high fantasy right now with like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and yeah, the sword and sandal um, genre. It's like pretty much just barbarian people, and then maybe what the the usually the climax is that the big bad either has magic or has a henchman wizard guy on his team that can shoot a fireball or do something kind of like wacky you know and yeah. then it's like the hero doesn't use magic at all like Sonja just like is all about brute strength and and cunning like you know there's just all like she doesn't rely on anything mystical that was her gimmick like her that's why her armor is like uh like okay well the original red Sonja story was her armor was powerful and then the other one was her spirit was powerful. That's why it's like she uses her armor as like a distraction. Uh, and then or her lack of armor is a distraction. But yeah, like I've read really great Red Sonja stories. Uh, there's one that came out like two years ago where it's all based on like grounded rules. Like magic is just like not it's a thing, but not when no one really uses it. It's just like okay, she fights an enemy who is just like a crazy, overwhelming um emperor who just wants to like conquer shit and then rule it under his kingdom. And she is good at like she comes she basically bands together her nation. It's like her that's like standing in her way is like a footpath. So it's like if you 
can defend this part, you can kind of push back the whole army. So it's her like kind of figuring out the right tactics to like take on his waves and waves of just like brutal um, numbers until like she can kind of get to like a perfect kill. It was like a one in a thousand chance that it would work, you know? So that's the like classic barbarian story. Cause even like Conan was like that where, um, there was no reason, if you think about it, that Conan could have got away with killing, uh, uh, uh what's the, the, the serpent guy's name from Jazel James Earl Jones. Oh, uh, like, Thalsa Doom? Thalsa Doom? Yeah, yeah, Thalsa, like, it doesn't make any sense how he got through this cult and his army, and just to get, like, three people got that close to Thalsa. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those things, again, where it's like, one was a snake god, man, and the other one was just some jack dude. So, yeah, it's like high fantasy kind of gets reduced. You, you did mention the Jason Momoa Conan one, which I think over time is a better movie. Like, it, it's not bad. You know, I think when it came out, people were like, eh, but now, like, it's it holds up. It's still fun to watch to me. And there's no crazy fantasy element to it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I should probably watch it maybe at some point. It's not a bad rewatch. Like, it's very... It's silly at times, but so is the original Conan. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have a problem with is that, like, it's got, like, cartoon physics, which is kind of weird. It, you watch it and you see what I mean. Like, everything feels very floaty and, like... Well, I, I think I, I think they definitely, like, uh, like transform into fully CG people at, at a lot of points <laughs> like uh, there is like a dust cloud that is kind of random mm. so i don't know i feel like there's still a group of there's still a good amount of people that don't mind seeing a very basic fantasy like kind of like a renaissance fair group you know like yeah people claim the wizards but they're not gonna conjure up like uh the dead you know at least, mm-hmm. if they don't want to, like, really overwhelm people, don't go hard on the Red Stone Jalore. Uh, like, okay. In uh, Hiberian lore, there's, like, this tower that I think Conan and Sonja and then, then I think, like, Krull, they always encounter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's like this tower of misery that um, this sect of, like, I don't know. Not like hell. They're like Hellraiser type people who just like all they do is like um, revel in like bad mistakes and like uh, uh, like give gifts that are always like terrible. So that's something that's cool if they throw it in. But that's like the most high fantasy thing that links a lot of the stories together is that like this tower shows up and then it's like it can give you visions. It can get, it, it's like a vision quest thing or like it has like a nifty thing inside of it that like can defeat another enemy so um yeah they can kind of market that but that's not like a selling point that to them that's just like a stop in the stories yeah we'll we'll, we'll have to see like when we get like a trailer and stuff because like david's david's i don't think i've said any sort of like plot or like any like (laughs) anything like what's going on with this new Red Sonia movie. It's also gone know, through, it, like, it, it, it's also gone it's, through like, three, like two or three Red Sonias in like the last like couple years. I'm thinking like if they do it, there's a lot of potential because the bar is pretty low. 
Uh, however, at the fans, like, it's not just like, I'm only a fan of the comics, you know? Like, I, I know there are people that are fans through just, like, the mythos, the, the, like, the, the, like, idea of a barbarian woman, you know, like, there's just so many people that, like, are into that. It's the same thing for, like, Vampira fans. Like, they haven't made a Vampira official anything, but, like, when they make it, you'll see people come out of the woodworks and be like, oh, no, like, they're doing this right or wrong. Like, we'll see. So, um... Another kind of, you know, cult, pulpy, female-led project, uh, Barbarella um, is getting a reboot. Um, and uh, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria and White Lotus is going to be starring as Barbarella. It's at Sony. Um, there's no director, producer, writers, anything. This is just, like, super, super early. It's just, like, we have a star, that's it. Like... <laughs> I don't have you have you ever seen the original Barbarella, Chris? I've seen clips. Yeah. I I think everyone's seen mostly the opening a lot because it's mm. like very <clears throat> visually stunning. But the plot, it could be I don't know. Like it, it's it's kind of like the whole gimmick is that she's a very beautiful woman in space. Mm. I know there's a comic series that came out. Yeah, it's basically like a French. That. It's like a French comic series. Yeah, it's it's sort of like. It's like sexy space sci-fi instead of yeah. like the typical man that mm -hmm. has a shirt ripped open on a planet saving an alien woman. It's just like a very pretty but like deadly woman. But half the time she just wants to like she's like flirting with them. Like she's like um how to describe it, but it's like if you take out the action and like deep sci-fi, like explore sci like uh like travel part of the Barbarella story, a lot of it is just like she's like a very busy woman going to like social events. <laughs> so it's like all right, like she because she has to go. She's like she's like very in demand by like companies and like organizations and like horny suitors like. If you take away, it's, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's sort of like, um, it's not like she's like a super troubled past. I think in the, the movie, they don't even touch on that, the original one. I think maybe the book might. Other series had probably expanded on her story, but I wasn't really into it. It was just like, not my thing. I wasn't into so much cosmic stuff. Oh, it wasn't even cosmic. I don't think she even fought aliens. I think it was just like regular humans. I wonder if that was like a budget thing. I was just like, well, we can't have uh, crazy aliens for the budget we have in like the 60s or whatever it was. Yeah, so. So, yeah, this new one might have uh, slightly more of a budget and be able to do like some, maybe some crazy like CG aliens or something, but. No, oh, no, no, I'm wrong. There, there was like a planet full of just humanoid men mm -hmm. um, that are trying to like invade, I, I guess. I'm trying to remember the plot of the original, but, but it's, I'm sure it's probably like, like it was. It, they weren't like crazy like makeup. It's probably just like blue. Uh, oh no, blue, it's, blue it's eyes like, or third eyes or heads. Or yeah, yeah. It's just like she stumbles into like some um 
evil scientist who is just like making a race of just like supermen you know so it's not like super aliens it's like oh no a regular human did this and he's being bad but if you ever see like the design um yeah and then it's just like yeah, then everyone just tries to sleep with her. Like, that's the plot of, like, Paparella. It's like, the alien tries to sleep with her, the doctor wants to sleep with her, this angel man wants to sleep with her. Like, that's, like, the plot. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's been, like, just iconic pop culture thing for decades. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I just, I was, like, I read, like, um when, when the news came out, like, it's, people were, like, bringing it up again, like, the, the trivia, like, uh, Duran Duran, the band, gets their name from Barbarella because, like, one of the like the main villain of Barbarella is Duran Duran. And I mean, and, and they've also been trying to like remake it or like do a sequel or like something for like the last like, I mean, I think since like since like the first one came out, but like especially in the last like twenty years or so, like Robert Rodriguez was trying to make one in, like the early two thousands that fell apart. Um, I think we talked about that at one point. We laughed. Yeah. About it. Like a- a- Amazon was gonna make one, like Nicholas Winding Refn was gonna like maybe like do a TV series of Barbarella, but then that also is not happening. So it's just a big budget sci-fi show if you do it, if because it's something beautiful about the original one where it's like it just looks like fan art, like the kind of like yes cool shit you see in a, like a sci-fi themed version of that mm-hmm. instead of like you know the bar- barbarian shit it's like oh it's just like a sexy space girl and then like muscular dudes you know <laughs> like yeah um and i could see that like the cost of trying to make a story like this would be kind of crazy if anything it, it's like it'd be better as an animated short series yeah just, just like go, an just, idea just go he- full heavy metal yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it works better as a like, heavy metal concept as a fantasy short than a full-length movie because um, it's 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 like it's more like visually like a, a stunning thing than like plot-heavy. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like Barbarella is like people talk about it, but it's like, oh, do you want to watch it? It's like, nah. <laughs> like never on TV. Just, just put just throw like scenes of it like you did in like a background of like an art gallery or something <laughs> like pretty much the set design the costuming the like <clears throat> effects at the time i think when it's like she changes her clothes and like grab in zero g gravity like mm-hmm. that was like a very like whoa but that's what everyone talks about also because it's like a very like, sexy woman doing it too yeah and then like e- like there's been like like half a dozen music videos that have done that same scene. Like, like Kylie Minogue and, like, Aria Grande and, like, a bunch of other people, have, like, Katy Perry, have, like, all done, like, <laughs> homages to Barbarella. Yeah, yeah. So, like, film- filmography-wise, it's a very big landmark thing, because it's like, whoa, that's cool. But then it's like, story-wise, it's just like, eh, all right, like, do we need to tell this story exactly? No. We just continue that this is a Barbarella. Like, okay. It's sort of the same thing with Red Sonja, but, like, I'm more of a fan of Red Sonja because she kicks way more ass. Yeah. But, yeah, hopefully we get more uh, more news about both these uh, projects soon. 
Um, because they're both, I, I think they're both like pretty early. Well, I think Red, Red Sony is like definitely has been shooting. I think it's, I think it's still shooting or it's done shooting. And then yeah, this, the Barbarella one is like is like barely it's like barely even started yet. So, but yeah, hopefully get some more info on both of them soon. So that's pretty much it for news this week. So I'm gonna jump in the show and tell. And Chris, you and I, uh, in person saw two things. Two, there's two big spooky things that happened last weekend. So uh, we saw Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser on Hulu. And we saw Werewolf by Nights on Disney Plus. So I don't know which one you want to start with, but uh, let's do it in order because uh, order we saw that man. So Werewolf so, by Night. So Werewolf by Night, yeah. So the the big Disney Plus, the Marvel special presentation for Halloween. Um, with, directed by Michael Guy Giacchino, who usually uh, is like a, he's like one of the best composers of all time but now he's like like he's directed this so i guess i guess add like a uh, very solid director to his resume as well because i th- i thought i thought it was like a, a lot of fun yeah i was generally surprised how violent yeah, it was that, for a disney marvel movie i i think the black and white thing probably helps if it's just like oh well it's, it's not red blood so it's, it's fine like it's chocolate syrup like but yeah, I, th- I think the black and white kind of like like helps to like hide like the like, oh, it's not it's not as bad. It's like it's like when like House of the Dead the, like in arcades like had like green blood. It's like oh, that's not bad. Like black and white, that's not violent. But yeah, it was it was kind of yeah, it definitely was like definitely like one of the most violent uh, MCU things I think we've seen like recently. Um, like a lot, a lot of, like like we got some like like people getting axes into their heads and like arms getting ripped off and like gaping bite wounds from werewolves <laughs> and it's it seems and it seems like like there's like a kind of like a reference in the beginning to like the avengers and then there's like guys it seems like they're like modern kind of like guards at like the manor that everyone's at so it seems it's, it, even though it's like shot shot is like an homage to like you know 30s 40s Universal monster kind of style movies. Like I think it, I think it is in like some sort of present day of the MCU. Like we don't know exactly where it fits in the timeline, but it is I think it is like modern MCU and it's not like some sort of crazy like flashback to the past. So but it, yeah, they didn't they didn't specifically say like, oh, this happens like before Moon Knight or like after the snap or which, but I mean, it's I mean, it's it's so separated. Like, it doesn't really it, like it doesn't really matter like where it fits in right now. It's just it's its own thing right now. I mean, if they if they like if any of these characters show up again later on, then maybe they'll get like it's some more explanation. But it's fine just being like it's fine just being its own weird little quarter of the MCU right now. I mean, I think we know it's someone in the modern time because I think when we, you and I were watching it, we couldn't figure out. What decade it was exactly because it could be any time in like the 80s to the like now yeah well i mean yeah obviously the way it shot makes it oh it's like oh this is like the 50s or something but then there's yeah there's like guys who look like uh um like they have like modern day like tasers and they have like modern day like armor so it looks like so like it's yeah i think it's even though it looks like it's like old i think it's it's supposed to be like you know current current present day era MCU. 
but uh yeah i mean lo lo lots of like lots of fun action like you get some cool like uh hand-to-hand -hand fights like laura donnelly is just doing her basically the same thing she did in the nevers on hbo where it's, I, I feel like she, she's basically the same character from the nevers in this like just like the like cynical sarcastic but then she like can also like kick everyone's asses it's like elsa bloodstone And then, uh, and Gal, Gal Garcia Bernal, I thought was like super charming as Jack Russell. And yeah, then when you that's find, his name. Yeah, and then we, when you find out like why he's there, um, which is to help his buddy Man Thing, aka Ted. Well, I think like isn't Man Thing's real name is actually Ted? I, I don't. I'm not sure. So there's um. Uh, I was I was reading something about Man Thing where it's like he was oh, a yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, like named Ted. Theodore Salas. Doctor, doctor, so, so uh, yeah, I think wasn't his origin basically like almost exact, ex literally the same thing as like Swamp Thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I did see. I did read something before where basically like Swamp Thing and Man Thing are derivatives from another character that this French comic made that, like, both Alan Moore and, like, someone else, like, mm -hmm. whatever, like, they both read it and were just like, let's make an American version. And yeah. at the same time, it's, like, the same story where it's, like, it can't just be, like, a swamp creature. Like, it needs to be a man at one point that became a swamp, like, entity. So Man-Thing is, like, way worse, I think, because he is just horrific. It makes it seem like he drowned with, like, an elephant with him. Like, you know, like, Man-Thing mm -hmm. is just... Um, he's got issues because like they made it seem like this man thing is just wild, but he's more pissed off and in, in, in this right, like he well, knows what he. Well, he's pissed off because they like captured him and embedded him with like the bloodstone that makes him like weakened, but also like like angry and and then but then but but then like when he's with like. Uh, yo, Jack, and then there's hanging out. Like he's like super like root like and like yeah. lovable and charm and like fun. But like, when he, but then he, he also just like incinerate people with his fingertips, like which is something he just does. Um, yeah. and apparently it's like it's like the ghostwriter thing where it's like if you have evil in your heart, you burn. Yes, yes. I don't understand how that works, but okay. I don't know, but like he, the hunters were interesting. That group, mm -hmm. because it makes it seem like they're noble, but they're all like assholes. Yeah, well, I mean, they pretty much, they pretty much just like immediately turn on each other. It's like, oh, well, you're supposed to do any man thing, but like you can also kill each other if you want. And they just immediately start doing that. Well, I get because it was high stakes. Like whoever gets yeah. the bloodstone now is in charge it, of the whole it, it, hunter it, it, league. It, it, in their weird like PUBG Fortnite, where it's like we we hid weapons out in the in like the. the compound you have, to go, you have to go find them did they hide weapons it makes it seem yeah. like they found no weapons that was that was well yeah like, well like, like the one guy like the like the scottish guy found like an axe and then i thought that was his axe no i think i think they, they went in with no weapons and like they're like oh there's weapons out there if you want if you find them you can use them because like there was a guy with the crossbow hand mm -hmm. and then the axe and then there was someone with like, I don't know, like a a, a grappling thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it made it seem like they those were their weapons. I didn't know it was like they found it because the two main characters we follow, 
don't pick up weapons for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Elsa's like stepmother, like Verusa, is like, oh, she was she's she's like explaining the rules. It's like, oh, there's weapon. We've hidden weapons around the compound. If you you can find them, you can use them. Like, as like as it's the ritual of the of the or the, the tradition of this hunt that we do, which also which also includes like a a Mad Max like flaming tuba guy, which we're just like what. Like, yeah, I when watching that, we both couldn't understand. Like, is this a joke? Is this happening? But it was funny because the tuba guy was playing the actual soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And so, he's also like, he's also like the go, like he's like the go horn. Like if you if you hear the tuba, it's like oh, the next next the next person goes. Like, it was practical in a very interesting way. I think I yeah. appreciate that where it wasn't just for like um, comical effect. Because yeah, we it, again we did not expect flaming tuba guy. Or like, uh, or like Puppet Corpse. <laughs> Puppet Corpse is weird. See, that's another thing that puts the movie in this weird error, where mm-hmm. Puppet Corpse made sense if this took place in like seventies or something was, even older yeah, cause, than that. Because it was a very like, uh, they like wind, they basically they they like wind him up like a like a like a cl- like, like an old, like, like yeah, or like a like a, yeah, like an old mechanical like automaton or something like yeah. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. Like, once we saw the tasers and stuff and the more modern-day weaponry, I'm like, wait, wh- why did that guy decide... Why- he couldn't just, like, record something? He didn't need to do this weird meat puppet act mm. in front of everyone? Like, what value was this? You know, I just couldn't figure that out. That that threw me off, but the movie, like, doesn't um, let you pay attention to that. It's just kind of like, anyway, on to the next thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a really good story. The acting, yeah. you want to talk about the action a bit? Well, I mean, we got to talk about a little bit. Like, but I, I think, I think, like, the big, like, set piece action is when, like, Jack, like, goes full werewolf and just that, like, the whole, like, end sequence where it's, like, fully, like, werewolf by night. Which, Which I, I also appreciate that. Admit, we, he could have been bigger. Yeah, he's, he's very, um, Universal monster like Lon Chaney Jr. style, like he's like, like he he's he's turned like a full wolf. It's just like he gets like fur, like his face turns furry with fangs, and he has like ears, and he yeah he, he grows a little bit, but like yeah he's he's a very like classical like wolf man werewolf. He's not like a howling or like a uh, underworld style like werewolf. But but I like that it was I like they did like um I mean there's I think it was CG for like when they we transformed but then once he was like fully a werewolf like they like, they used like practical makeup on him which for like you know it was fun old school throwback and then, and then yeah just like like him just like going through and like just ripping people's arms off and biting people and then and then you also got like some like uh Elsa doing like the like the, the classic MCU like. Like CQC, like scissor leg stuff to people. <laughs> the, the like Black a, Widow she's like, yeah, Black Widow was the same. Like she was kind of like a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Elsa in the comics and also like like when I like in like Ultimate Alliance is like much more like guns and weapons focused. So I don't know. Maybe maybe if she comes back, maybe they'll do more of that. But like, in the, yeah, in this she was definitely like a like. CQC, like I'm just gonna like scissor your head and like flip you around and do like do like 
jujitsu moves on you and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it was it was, was, it was also it was, the uh what was she in Ultimate Alliance three? Right? She's the one I think I think when you end up in I forget what we're like the dark universe like or like the dark realm or like it's but she 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 has like double she has like dual guns and like uh like that's like her main thing and then like she's like a ranged person I feel like she's shown up in like a, like in a couple of like the like recent like games like Ultimate Alliance and a couple other like uh some of the mobile games and stuff and the, yeah, they, and they really, they really do like, like she's like, she, her, she always has like dual rifles or dual shotguns or something. Yeah, that's why it's like, I don't, that's why you didn't recognize her for a while because I'm like, I don't know what this is, and then it's like, oh okay. And she wasn't on a lot of Marvel games, like. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of the free games, and then. Yeah, like. Like I mean, Strike Force and like all, all those like all, all those like uh mobile yeah mobile like free to play games. Yeah, because I I definitely don't remember playing. I don't remember like reading a lot about her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was like, like yeah yeah. Was it, like yeah, it was it was definitely it was a fun special like it de- like under an hour it just you know it does what it what it, it does what it needs to do and gets out um but i but i'm definitely i would def, I'd definitely be like interested in seeing like these like everyone like kind of the main tr- like man thing werewolf by night also wants to like kind of show up and like something else like if they showed up like blade or something i'd be like oh yeah let's... it makes sense yeah if that blade movie ever takes off yes if they if they find a new director because apparently the first one just fucked everything up and made it boring so, but yeah, I would say, yeah, definitely check out Werewolf by Night if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think definitely one of the best MCU things this year. And then, uh, we also saw the new Hellraiser on Hulu. Was, um, I think, I overall solid, but, like, some weird stuff going on with it. A lot of weird stuff that yeah. made us think about it, but... It wasn't bad. Like, no. I'm, I, we were fans of Hellraiser, like one to three at least. So yeah, kind of within yeah. that range, we mm-hmm. were fine. And I think it did. Which which one is it? Is four when they go to space, or is that like five or like one of the later ones? Which that's which, three. No, th- uh, three is Hell on Earth. Oh, so four, I guess. Four, it's the probably. Four, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was I was very surprised like how different it was like because they're like oh because like when they were like promoting it was like oh this is like a new like we're like we're gonna be closer to like the like original novella like it's gonna be like you know it's a reboot of the first one it like this this the plot of this movie has literally nothing to do with the novella or the original movie like it's it's totally different as far as plot and everything. Because because the original novella and the original movie is like it's like yeah it's, it's like the yeah Frank Cotton and then like he, like his you know like lover Julius like re, like kill people to like re like constitute him with blood and that, that's the original sto- like story and the mo- the original movie but yeah this this one just like is like 
it almost turns like a like a like a weird like slasher movie toward the end where it's just like oh who's gonna get like stabbed with the box like yeah it, it becomes very like the box becomes a ca- uh, a weapon which yeah wasn't really supposed to be it was supposed to be a MacGuffin. Yeah, so so yeah, so you still got the puzzle box, you still got the centibytes, so you still have those like those two elements of Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, but then yeah, the box now has like which I don't I can't I mean I think the original box also like in the original series also had like different configurations, but I feel like they like really like like flesh that out more in this one where it's like oh there's like very specific forms of the box and then when you get in if you get if you can get to, if you can like get it to like the final form you can like get an audience with God. <laughs> Which, aka like Leviathan, which is like I guess the, it's like the being that rules hell apparently, or like whatever dimension the Cenobites come from, and then you can like ask, like you you can ask it for like whatever because each and each like f- configuration of the box like represents like a certain like gift you can get, even like power or like sensation or knowledge or Pleasure. resurrection, yeah. But then, but then to like get get through each form, you you like like uh. You have to solve the box, and then like uh, it requires like a blood sacrifice. So like whoever solves the, like if you can, like either apparently you just either stab someone, or like, if you accidentally stab like solve the box and then stab yourself and like with the blades that can pop out of it, then the Cenobites kind of claim you as like a sacrifice, and then you, it moves on to like next configuration. Yeah, which I mean, if it they take you away, you just drop the box, and then it's just like okay, cool, the box is up for grabs for the next person to play around with. Yeah. Which, by the way, I feel like you should wear gloves or <laughs> use a tool to solve this box. Really get away from the whole trying to stab you thing. Yeah, I, I feel when people just start stabbing each other with the box, that was where I was like, oh, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous. Like when when people were like accidentally getting stabbed with the box, I was like, okay, this makes sense. I mean, they the don't first know time, the first yeah. time you see it, all right. But then the second, and we're like, okay, and then. The last is just straight up like a weapon now. Yeah. Well, I, I, I feel I feel like it definitely gets like kind of messy toward the end where it's like, oh, like three people got stabbed at the same time, and now it's like which one is like because it's like oh you're stabbed and Semites show up and they're like we're, you're our sacrifice, but it's like oh I stabbed this guy he's a sacrifice now get him like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I there's still a thing, I guess there's a window of like exchange. If you can stab someone else, then you can swap. And then, and also there's also like, if, if you solve a, solve one of the like forms of the box, but you don't stab yourself, then you, you'll still see the Cenobites, but then they all, they, they're like, Oh, you, you were supposed to be the sacrifice. But now you can like find someone else to be, take your place or something. Yeah. Cause that's what happens. I mean, the main character, like Riley, like she, Solves she solves the first like configuration but she doesn't stab herself she like the blades she misses the blades but then the, the sandbite show up and like well you need to like find us other sacrifices well then that's what happened to her brother yeah he got he got stabbed to fulfill the contract of solving mm-hmm. and blood stabbing yeah which I, I think when I was thinking about it like a little after seeing it for a little bit like I feel like. The movie, this this one would have been like closer to like the original like the kind of the spirit of the original movie in the novella if like if, if if like the Cenobites like came to like Riley and was like you like do you want your brother back you have to kill people and then we'll give you your brother back like if she was like actually if she was like st- murdering people to like get her brother back oh yeah actually that's a better movie 
Yeah, because that's that, that's what the original one. That's like the original novella, the original movie. It was like Julia was like luring people in and like killing and murdering them to get Frank back. And then just like, oh, I did it out of love, but instead of and, like, like and, desperation. And you could have like, because they, they they show it like once, but then they just never they don't really like linger on it or do anything with it. But like, there is I mean, there's one scene where like Matt is like uh the like the flesh for like he just like has no skin flesh version of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should have been the whole thing of like he shows up as like a a weird flesh version. Yeah. So you know you didn't help me. Um... I'm stuck in hell now. Like, yeah, it, mm-hmm. you can keep demanding like help and stuff. Like, and then maybe she like maybe she like accidentally like uh causes someone else, like someone not like someone she doesn't pick to get killed, but they actually get killed anyway. But then like Matt shows up and like he's like a little bit more fully formed. He's like, hey, you got like, hey, I'm 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 getting there. Like you still you like keep going. Like you need to like kill more people. Like it's working. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a better movie. Yeah, because this is just like rant. Like, like she kind of is like, oh, if, if if we can like make it through like the whole, like, like to the final form, I can like ask them to like bring Matt back. But like, the whole the whole like path there is just like kind of like crazy and like uh a little convoluted. <laughs> Especially when like the like uh the crazy like rich guy who like bought, originally like bought the box comes back and it's just like it starts like a like a secondary like slasher villain. Like with like his crazy like nerve, like ending thing in his chest. Yeah, it, that that it's jarring. It, it became more of a comedy to watch him and yeah. this like weird grinder in him. It's it's also weird because like why do you need hit like why do you need like another villain? You have the Cenobites and the Cenobites in this movie are fucking great. Like, like I think all all the new ones and like all like all the designs of them, like everything about the Cenobites in this movie are like is like is fantastic. I think and like whenever when they're on screen, the movie's awesome, and then when they're not on screen, it's just like the like the it drags. Characters, it's just like uh, all right, where's the Cenobites? Where's I need Pinhead back? Yeah, I noticed that too. Basically, we got to like a down point. I think uh, me and you were just looking at each other and we're just like, what's up with these rules? Like it gave us more time to reflect. Mm-hmm. But there, I mean, yeah, when when they're on screen, when especially when they're like they're like like you know, taking someone or killing someone, like there's like some really cool, interesting. Like I like I think the best one is probably when they like um, they're they're like one friend Nora is like the next victim. They're like trying to get away in the van, and then like like the back of the, like she's in the back of the van, but it's like it's just like go it's just kind of like goes in like infinitely enough into like its own like section, and then, and then like Pinhead like shows up and she's like. Wait, but you're like oh, like backwards with the chains and stuff, and it's just like you're getting ready for torture or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it it was um, it was cool because it seemed like you know it's supposed to transist space and time, and a moving mm-hmm. car won't stop you from Pinhead and and the Cenobites, which was cool, and I thought that was a cool effect. It just happened so quick when, like, she explodes that we're, like, we couldn't really, um, uh, appreciate it. It was just, like, and now, like, gone. We're, like, what? Like, what weird magic trick is this? Yeah. Oh, then, then they also, they also discover the loophole of, like, oh, you can stab the Cenobites with the box and then they'll kill each other. (laughs) Like, it's because, like, they stab Chatterer with, with, like, the box and then, um, Pinna, like, rips, like, rips him apart and then it's, like, 
Oh, well, let's just, I guess we just, like, stab, we can just stab them, and they'll kill each other, or, like, they'll be sacrifices? Which is, decent, a solid plan for, like, the, like, the, like, because they're like, oh, we can, like, lure one in and, like, trap it and then like, stab it, and then, like, that'll like, be, like, the last configuration, but. That was, like, yeah, that's, that was like, cool. A... That, that's a pretty clever. Yeah. Oh, and then I I think like the final like the final thing of like when like uh, when like Riley ch like chooses nothing and then that's like that's the lament configuration which is like you have to live with like your choices that you made. Yeah, that was kind of a uh, cop out. <laughs> but then but then the rich like uh like Voight the rich guy like ends up in like hell heaven and then like gets turned into like uh like uh I think Adventures we're trying to chatter. Maybe, cause yeah, cause they rip his like mouth open the same way that Chatter's mouth looks like. So maybe they're like replacing Chatter with him. That that was like a weird, crazy ending for it to go off on. It was like, here's how he makes Cenobites. Like, yeah, see how the the sausage is made. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's worth checking out. I mean, it's definitely there's definitely some weirdness and some like uh, the plot probably could have been a little bit better and maybe closer to like <laughs> the original novella or the book but uh, it, i mean it's, def it's definitely way better than like the last couple hellraiser movies that have come out and like like the last like especially like the last what was it two or three that were like not even like they just made they just made them to like keep like the hellraiser licensing yeah i haven't like, seen the last few handful like, like hellraiser judgment and like some other one a couple of like, those other ones like, like this is like, a, yeah, this is like a huge, huge step up from like where the Hellraiser. I mean, Hellraiser was at like, the, like the, the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> so there's only, there's only like nowhere to go but up. So, and and, and I think it's, I think it's worth checking out just to like, just to see like the like this like you know the new Cenobites and what they're up to. Cause like, like the designs are cool. Like, like uh, Jamie Clayton is a great uh, new pinhead. So. Yeah, I, I like the performance. I enjoy the the return to form where, where you don't really need to know a lot about the priestess. You don't need to know about the like why these Cenobites are formed so yeah. much. Like I know like basically they were once human, you know, like that's that's all I need to know, but you know, I didn't need to know that this this uh pinhead was like a World War Two like general or captain <laughs> i guess i guess if, we, if there's a sequel i don't know if they're gonna do a sequel or not but like just a sequel to me look at like that stuff again which i mean i don't mind because it humanizes pinhead but like it's not 100 percent needed mm. i don't need the the whole like oh yeah like the evil side and the good side are fighting each other all the time mm. Uh, I, I did see a, a crazy theory that this is actually a side story to the original quadrilogy. Oh, okay. Basically, this is like a like a. It takes place in the same universe where basically the box maker ascendant is still working, and you can kind of fill it in where it's like this is just taking place in the story of of help of like the the box. Like one year decided to do like this makeshift game 
where it can transform and stab people. Mm-hmm. I've heard that theory before, and it's like, eh, hey, it kind of makes sense, but it, it doesn't need to be that way. But, uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. Check it out if you want to see. I think it's a solid, like, Halloween watch for this spooky season. And then, uh, do you see anything else besides those two, Chris? Nah, nah, that's all I can <laughs> Okay. Three times. What about you, Zach? Well, the only thing I saw besides those two is I saw the uh, Charles Bronson classic Hard Times. Oh. Which I got from my uh, my Netflix DVD uh, queue. Which I, I think, because I, I, I saw a lot of people were talking about like Walter Hill stuff because uh, like his new movie like Dead for a Dollar just came out a little bit ago. So people were talking about like other. I, I think like uh, yeah, Retronauts was doing like a, they did a podcast with the Warriors. So there's a lot of like Walter Hill stuff going on recently. Um, and so like hard, I think Hard Times was like his first movie or one of his first movies. Um. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I'd never, I'd never seen. I, I think I've seen like cl- clips of it. I never saw the whole thing. Um. Oh yeah, and it was, it was, it was the first movie ever for Walter Hill. So it was his directorial debut. But uh, yeah, Char- but yeah, Charles Bronson is a uh, basically a, a bare knuckle boxer um, in like the 1930s, and he uh, ends up uh, meeting James Coburn, who's like this like. Hus- gambling hustler named speed and they basically team up to like go go around and just like uh you know get 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 get, get, get bets on them get get legal fights like have charles Bronson just beat the shit out of these guys and get money for it i feel like i feel like like every like the like dna of like every or like most of like john claude madame's like filmography is like in this movie like it's literally, like this is like literally lionheart or like any of the like any sort of like john claude van damme like i i'm okay. a i'm a fighter who has like 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 work for, i have to like fight these legal fights for like whatever for the money or for family or whatever i mean and hard times is just like purely for like Bronson is just in it for like the money that's it like not for love not for trying to save a family just like i'm here for this is how i earn my pay I want to make a, I want to make a lot of money and I'm, 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 I just want to leave after. <laughs> I'll make, I'll, I'll, as soon as I make enough money that I'm satisfied with, I'm I'm, I'm he's he's like I'm I'm out like we're done <laughs> like. But yeah, see, so, so, I and obviously you get some like some some fun like Bronson boxing fights, uh, bare knuckle against like a lot of, like colorful characters. Um, I was I was actually I was I was surprised like how in depth they go and like the like process of like setting up fights in like the 30s like there's a lot there's a whole like after the first like fight like there's a whole section where you're just like following james cobert around just like it, him just like going to different people that's like like well, I, I gotta get a loan from this guy and then i'm gonna go this guy and kind of like we'll set up a smaller fight but then that smaller fight will, like build up our creds so we'll be able to get this bigger fight and then i'm gonna like bet against this guy <laughs> like it really gets to like the like the, the weird process of like illegal bare knuckle boxing to set up like the money net, yeah. like, web to, to set it up enough where you can like make your bet and then uh cuz you have, they have to get like they want to get like like long odds against like or like as big odds against them as they can so, so it's like oh we want like five to one odds against <laughs> like the champion here cuz then cuz then if they bet like you know $1000 they get like $5000 or whatever or so 
I got it. He's trying to game the system. And Bronson is just like, is like unstoppable. Like the first, the first guy, the first guy he fights, he just like one punches him and knocks him like unconscious. So. And then, and then, but then you get into like, there's like a, like, some of the guys they fight like are like, oh, you 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 conned us. Like I'm, we're gonna, like James Coburn, like we're like you you're like we're you owe us money. You're like you're like we're gonna like you're you're like we're gonna like kidnap you, like kill you. Um, if if you're like your if your guy doesn't show up and like fight the, or like this guy this guy be like this is like ringer we called in from like Chicago. But, but like yeah, it's, I mean Bronson is just like he wins by just being a better fighter and just being probably heavy hitter. Yeah, it's like like it's kind of funny because like yeah like Bronson has this like like there's no there's no like adversity to Bronson. This movie. Like he's not like a Rocky where it's just like he barely like he's like I'm gonna scrape by and win this with like my like my like heart and my like will. It's just, like yeah. Bronson just goes and just like beats the shit out of everyone. It's just, like I'm the best fighter here. Like I like no one can stop. Like I'm just like like. Even when he has like quote unquote tough fights, like he he barely get like takes a punch or like gets bloodied. Like I think the last fight was just like the toughest fight. Like he has like a little bit of like blood on his forehead, but like he's just like he's like unstop he's just like unstoppable in this movie. There's no like danger room. He's just like no, no. he just has a boo boo and he's just like still punching because he doesn't kick. It's just all about punching. I they actually there there is some kick like I'm surprised like, it, it, like it, they kick and like like throw each other like into like buildings like it, it's a lot more like it's not just straight boxing like it's like a lot of like dirty moves and like there's, there's one guy who fights who's like a, this like bald guy um who's like kind of like the champion of New Orleans basically and he like just, he, they they go to like one fight where it's, which is uh. And they fight in front of a tugboat, which is like literally like that's that's where they got the like Ken stage from Street Fighter Two. Is from this movie because they're like fighting on a dock in front of a tugboat. But like this like bald like champ guy, it's just like he just like starts headbutting this like, guy he's fighting just like over and over and over again. And the type basically knocks him out with like headbutts. So yeah, so there's a lot more a uh, lot more moves than like just like bare knuckle punches like yeah, there's like kicks there's like throwing people throwing people into like like uh obstacles or like objects around wherever they're fighting it, it also has that like uh you know that, that like line like stuff like john club and Am would do later on which in like street fighter and other stuff it's like interesting locales for fights it's like on a dock in front of a tugboat in like a, a warehouse like a weird factory like in like a like like a oyster shucking like facility <laughs> like so yeah it's, it's like very like fighting game like we're in like these like weird crazy locales for these fights i think like at, at like a at, like a weird like picnic like a weird like cajun picnic but yeah it's it, it's fun like it's it's very it's very there's it's not very in depth it's not you're not going in for like you're not gonna get a lot of like emotional depth or like plot like deep plot but if you just want to see like bronson just like beat the shit out of like a but like a bunch of like 30s boxers <laughs> like it's it's definitely definitely it's, check it's it out like, is it not even a secret technique it's like they all fight very similar except like bronson just hits harder yeah Br bronson just hits harder and then just like well like is tougher like way tougher than everybody because <laughs> i was thinking like it's a very basic thing where like it's not like he has a secret fighting style that's destroying everyone and like a bruce lee thing no, he's just like I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait and just like just beat you, beat you, beat to death because I'm Bronson. Like, 
It's also it's also funny too because they, they they play it like they play him like because he was like 52 at the time, and they play it like his like his age. Like, oh, every fighter he goes up is like, oh, you, you think you're gonna last long against me, old man? Like, when they're dressed as old, <laughs> probably or close to it. Yeah, because it was like the 30s or whatever. If you're if you're like if you're a 40, you're an old man. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's worth checking out. I, so I got it. I got the DVD from uh, Netflix, but I think it's also on like Tubi now and like a bunch. It's 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 one of those movies that like makes the rounds like a bunch of the like it just kind of like cycles around to like just other like like Roku or like one of those places. So, it, but I think it's on Tubi is the main one it's on right now. If you want to check it out or like Pluto TV, I think it's on there too. But uh, yeah, so that's that's what I've been watching besides uh. Hellraiser and Werewolf by Night, so I think we can wrap things up. Uh, definitely head over to the site. We've got all of our regular features. I, I got I have reviews of Hellraiser and Werewolf by Night. If you want to ch- read some reviews uh, for those movies, and uh, we also have our we got a three years kickback commentary along with our Crackerjack commentary. Those are both on the site, and we're gonna have our Spooky Halloween commentary up soon. So come back to the site, check that out, and we've got all the trailers. We got all the everything else that we put up every week. So head over and check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.